The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk. This week's episode, Mother Nature has its wicked way with the Dens Park pitch as the Dunfermline and Partick games are called off. There's been a few belters so far, but we'll see if there's been any more transfer rumours kicking about. We'll also preview the Dunfermline game on Tuesday night, if that gets the go-ahead, and also the big cup match down in Paisley in the Scottish Cup against St Mirren. We'll be looking ahead, or looking back, at the D-Archive. Hello, I'm your host Daniel Smith and with me as always is Mr Paul Gray. Paul, how are you doing mate? Absolutely brilliant as usual Danny, just choking for a game. Yeah, sorry for interrupting you there because I noticed you were taking a wee vape. <laughs> well it's better than smoking cigarettes. True, true. Well maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you but, never know. <laughs> but yeah mate, choking for a game, you're totally correct with that, that's uh we thought we'd be coming here and speaking about two home games, uh, but unfortunately we're speaking about two home games called off due mm. to the weather. Now, there has been an awful lot of talk about this. Awful lot of talk. There has been fans as well, livid, both Dundee and Dunfermline, and well, you can include Partick fans in that as well, even though they had plenty of time to change their plans, but mm-hmm. we'll start off for the Dunfermline game. So, I think everybody can admit that this call off was really, really, no, affy. Wait. <laughs> it was basically what well, bang on 45 minutes before the start of the game, I think. And there, I mean, so many Dunfermline fans had made the trip that were actually in Dundee. There was Dundee fans that made the trip up and down to Dens that were there. It just seemed like a bit of a shambles at the time. But then you hear about the ref turning up late, the linesmen were there. They were conducting a pitch inspection. Somebody said about half six, but the ref wanted to be there or he gets the final call to call it off. Um, I mean, where did we start with you, mate? Well, I still kind of believe that, you know, the game was called off at the 11th hour, like it was. Mm. I think the tweet went out from the club about two minutes to seven. Um, But I mean, obviously, like you said, it could be something to do with the fact that the referee, Graham Granger, I think it was, who, surprisingly enough, coming from the West Coast, you know. Mm-hmm. So it took him a wee while to travel through to get to the pitch. But if his fourth official and that's been there and they're going, look, pff, call it off, then why was it not called off earlier? I feel sorry for the Dunfermline fans and obviously the Dundee fans that are travelling into the game. Mm-hmm. Into, uh, sorry, into Dundee from out with. Um, it's not just that either. It. It's, it was set up for TV. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of boys that have travelled for God knows where uh, to set up cameras and I mean I mean they're doing their job they've got paid regardless but um yeah a lot of, a lot of them have went to a lot of work for absolutely nothing as well but yeah uh, the, the fans yeah they've, they've paid money to get here mm-hmm. uh petrol they've wasted train tickets they've, they've wasted and um yeah and there's no reimbursement either for anybody 
No, but no. I, I just, at, at first, I just think to myself, what the hell's happening here? You know, I couldn't believe it because I mean, we were sat, me and the old boy were sat in the pub, and one obviously we were in the pub, um, but it was like the pub was dead. Mm-hmm. And speaking to boys, and they were like, "Oh, there's only a thousand tickets sold to Dundee." And then I was speaking to a boy that came in, Dunfermline fan that stays in Dundee, and he was like, "Oh, we sold about three, four hundred." I mean, um, I just and the like it says, my obviously I had the Dundee notifications on. It came up, you know, Dundee. I was like, "Ah, oh, right, that'll be the team sheet, seven o'clock." Couldn't believe it. So I was just walking about the pub telling Abdi, and nobody there could believe it either. Because like you were going outside in that, and it wasn't even that. Wasn't even that, you know, downpour. It was like just that shitey rain. Yeah. You know what I mean, I mean I, that day I was working inside a lot, so everyone who came out a few times, and I didn't think it was that bad. I must nah. have been coming out at times that the rain was kind of um, going off a wee bit air or something like that. But I, I was really surprised at being called off. But I've been taught like, yeah, I, I was pissing doing it for a good amount of a good amount of time hmm. and whatnot. But um I just uh it's just it raises so many questions. Like when did we feel that this game was in danger? Yeah. And then from there, you know what I mean? Is it has everybody left it up? Not everybody, but as the referee said, no, you're waiting on me until I get there because I was listening to the Twa Teams One Street podcast and I think they said that your SFA can give the power to a local ref to turn up and give their yeah give to tell if, if the game should go ahead or no. Mate, I said that. Mm-hmm. I said that. I put that in one of the group chats. Like, surely, like they could get a local ref that's licensed to come in and just go and take a look about. Like, yeah. but then I think folk were going out. Oh, the last thing that happened, you know, the game went ahead. It was like Cowfield or whatever. But like, surely, like, and I can't believe the boy said that because I, I said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's a bit of, like you said earlier, it's a shambles. I thought, I thought it was a bit of shambles, but I don't think it's a shambles on Dundee's part. But, no. I mean, like you said as well, at what point in the game, did, or what point in the day did they go, hmm, someone's no right here? I think they probably would have made the appropriate calls to the appropriate people, but if the referee's the referee and he's travelling through from Renfrewshire, where he's based, then if yeah. it's up to him, it's up to him. But that's on his head, but he'll not get any of the flack. No. It's just a Dundee that'll get the flack. He'll, like, anything today with the organisation, they'll get off scot-free. 100%. And then obviously the games, I mean, it's good the game's been rescheduled to the following week, but obviously BBC Alba have spat the dummy out and they're not fucking covering it. But to me that might be a good thing because maybe some more folk will buy tickets for it. Yeah, well, that's a, maybe a plus point for the club that people mm-hmm. might go to the game now because it's not on the TV. Um, uh, Hopefully. I mean, they've probably got a budget themselves uh, how many times they can go to games and set up. And I mean, they've probably got, it probably would cost them money now to, to come and put this game on TV. Oh, definitely. So it's probably fucked well, that, that's that kicked in the head. Um, but I mean, you've seen videos of the ref throwing the ball up on the pitch when it was bouncing. Mm. You see the reaction to the boyer as well and, and the pictures that Dundee put out. Um, I think at the time it was the wrong thing to, to be tweeting because emotions were so high. Nobody was aware that the ref had turned up late. The game had been called off at the last minute, basically, and Dundee are tweeting pictures with, with a wee cloud with the rain 
emoji and stuff. Oh, like yeah, that. I forgot about that. I must yeah. have tried to blank that out of my head. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I can understand why now they were doing it because they were just as frustrated and maybe trying to make a point, but um, there was so much fury oh, on yeah. social media about it. I mean, even myself, when I first heard that I got called off, it was, I was kind of like, what the hell? And I did think to myself, what the club doing? But, you know what? I didn't put that stuff out straight away because I always kind of wait for answers to come out. And um, yeah, you yeah. well, you're good that way. I'm not. I was, yeah. I was, right. I was bailing. Eh? I was absolutely bailing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it says me and me and O'Brien are probably in a couple of pints ready for the game, and then just for it to be called off like that, we were like, what? Yeah. So, so we just sat and watched the. It was Newcastle Leicester game. That was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aye, and then obviously rolls up to Saturday. The weather was not looking too good. One game's already been called off. I was up at five o'clock in the morning getting ready to go to work. I was doing a little bit of overtime before going to the game. And I was absolutely bucketing doing it straight away. I knew this game wasn't going to be on. Yeah. It was, and it was non-stop. Um, so, I mean, in one way, I got a whole day's overtime with it because I was only meant to be doing half day. So, I mean, I'm looking at the plus on my part but well yeah yeah but it was good to see it done early doors because <laughs> it saves a lot of people hassle and I think as soon as a lot of people woke up and saw the weather they were just waiting on the announcement of a pitch uh, announcement for a pitch inspection and when that's put out nine teams out of ten ninety nine percent of the time the game's off yeah one hundred. I was about to say one hundred percent, but no, I know what you mean. But I mean ninety percent. They were right one hundred percent of the time. But anyway, um, the, I mean obviously Dundee, like you says, you know, I mean they were they were ridiculed for the lateness of the call. Obviously, I don't think that was Dundee's fault, you know, for the Dunfermline game. But for this mm-hmm. one, they were still getting ridiculed for putting a tweet out going, "Look, there's going to be a pitch inspection." They're like. A, a right. few people have said it. Damned if, damned if they do, damned if they don't, and it's absolutely bang on. Like, it's, yeah. what do you want? Do, do you want a heads up that the game's in, in the, you know, in the realms of not getting played, or do you just want to call it off forty five minutes before it again? I mean, make your mind up. Social media in a nutshell. A hundred percent, man. I hate, hate to run the official account. <laughs> Me as well. Oh, <laughs> I would absolutely hate it. <laughs> yeah. But, but listen, we're going on about the call-offs here. Um, there's been weather warnings. It's been horrible weather. So it's it's one of those where it's been really bad. So, yeah, you can understand that being called off. But I like to put out there that the groundsmen have been putting in a great job trying to get these games on. You see them out there. They're out there early morning, late at night, trying their best. Because I have noticed a, a couple of negative comments towards them and I think that that is unjust, uncalled for I think that you got the two brands you got to can doff your cap to them because they do everything on that pitch I mean, was it last season at one point where I think they were on the pitch at like 2, 3, 4 in the morning getting games mm-hmm. on, I mean, they, yeah. these boys will do anything to get the game on, it just seems like these part of the pitches that we've got, there's something happening at it and it's something that I mean, it's just out of their control Completely. You know, I was just amazed to see through social media how many experienced groundsmen there were (laughs) on social media. Everybody knew what to do and how to get the game to go ahead. Mm -hmm. 
they've probably never fucking done a, a day's work on a pitch in their life. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it was just incredible. But fair play to them. I mean, I, th- I personally think they're fighting a losing battle because, I mean, that area opposite the dugout, a lot of people were, you know, focusing their attention on that part. Um, and that was an issue... I think I think last season, and then obviously the pitch was dug up. You know, they drilled in deeper, helped with the drainage, but that problem is still persisting. So mm-hmm. it's something that's obviously completely, like you says, one hundred percent out with their control. So, but if you know money's not going to get spent on, I don't know, you know, not rejuvenating dens, but making sure it's ticking over, then they're to me they're fighting a losing battle, but mm-hmm. they're doing a bloody good job and they're fighting pretty damn well. So. But listen, if any of those you know thoroughly experienced groundsmen fancy going on to dens, just give the boys a shout instead of ridiculing them on social media. <laughs> I know, yep. Um, Sorry, that I mean, was quite. <laughs> I'm taken back by it. There was quite a lot of anger. I was on the defensive there for the for the Robin Robertsons, like. Yeah, I mean, I think like the the vast majority. I've, I've totally with them, and they've, they've got sympathy for them, like because they are doing what they can, doing anything to get this game on, and um, and it's just not happening because of obviously something that's below the ground. I think I think that's the only reason that we can get is that there's something not happening behind uh, below the ground. There's got to be um, something below that deck yeah. that was probably put there when the bloody built the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't be funny. It's probably true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'll cost an absolute fortune to dig it up and seal the pipe. I don't know. God knows. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe it's a good news for the, the owners who are wanting to move away because problems like this kind of put a wee negative against the, the ground, doesn't it? And uh, obviously, I'm going to log on about something that was seen on the mm-hmm. Dark Blues from some eagle eye. Eagle-eyed user has uh, been on the company's home, or is it house company's? Company's, company's house. house. <laughs> so yes. what, what have you called it so far? Company's Co- South. Company's South. Company's East and West. Like, what, 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 you, what is it? Company's House. <laughs> and it's <laughs> free to the public to log on and have a look at. It is there. I was going to... Take it away, Danny. <laughs> I was going to get there eventually. But yeah, I mean, um, it was put, somebody put it on that and... Uh, that basically there's a document that's been signed off in the start of December that show that money is there for the stadium. It's like, a, well, it's obviously a, a people that have invested in it by the looks of it, and it's uh, signed off with the company. Like a, So it's basically like a money lending, like a loan. So like, as any property, big property, people will put the money in. I'll go into one huge pot, then loaned to the Dark Blues Holding, I think Holden's, I can't remember the actual name that Nelms and Keys have got, but um, definitely begins with Dark Blues. And yeah. it's down as a kind of mortgage type thing. So by the looks of it, money is there. And I'm going to say it's not too long before you start hearing a few more things happening. I wouldn't, totally. wouldn't be surprised if you see rumblings of planning permission and all, because that's probably due soon as well. Um I think that's the thing that people are concerned about. Is it no? It's not been lodged with the council or something yet. But yeah. the but the funding and everything's there, so that the monetary side of things is good to go. But well, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be convinced until a spade hits the deck and blooming camper down. Well, the money things is it surprised me because you always hear. I something jump on some of the forums and have a wee look. Um, 
and there also there's other ones for the dark blues for them, and then there's some other ones that you go into, and like people are so adamant that the money's never going to be there, the mon- money will never be there, and there you go, it's on uh, the company's homes account, and yeah, was it homes? It's homes, isn't it? House, house for fuck's sake, company's house. It's not company's home, company's <laughs> flat, company's house. Company's bungalow. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. Oh, it's like you and McGowan and McCowan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there, it's on, on there. and um, That's I mean, the thing, like I said, I mean, you know, folk are going, oh, it's not going to happen, and oh, the Yanks are away to leave. Oh, it is on company's house. It is accessible to any person that has a fucking smartphone you know what i mean you can read it yourself but yeah. anyway i mean there's still a long way to go to still getting planning in and it was also the courier george crand on a an article and it could take up to seven to eight months for stuff like that to even get accepted mm-hmm. so but we had the red tape ah, you know i mean see that step that funding's actually there is a it's a good sign see for me that's a, probably the biggest sign well, yeah, because you wouldn't want to start a project without the the money. Kelly Bo, correct. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, um, so for looking at the state of what Dens is just now pitch, um, the, the way the pitch is and stuff like that, it's uh, could sway some favour into the the owners' uh, direction. Though I think when they've done polls and all that about this, that most people are in favour of moving, mm-hmm. but I might help them get a few more people on board but uh, apart from like you know folk like the conservationists and stuff you know oh the wildlife yeah whatever but i mean i mean i can kind of mean if you think about it from probably like a business point of view not that i'm a businessman but why would they want to put money into something that they're just going to end up getting rid of you know then so what's the point i mean if you can get i mean this is january it's winter it rains, you know. Aye. So once we're out of this, I mean, like I yeah, said, weather warnings should be fine. Yeah, weather warnings. You know what I mean? Well, that's another one. When I was driving up to driving up, driving down to Stirling on Saturday, I mean, even driving back to Dundee, the amount of fields, and I'm not like an intense pack pitch to fields, but the amount of fields, like driving back home, that were absolutely flooded. Like, <laughs> like honestly, and you think to yourself, well, I mean. It's been heavy. It's you been know, heavy. Uh, they farmers are probably bang on with their like irrigation systems and whatnot. So if they're fucked, then Dens is probably going to be fucked as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And there's always say that counter argument about it, saying that um, you had like St Johnston were playing. Again, there's other games up and doing the country that hmm. that were still playing. But I mean, you've only got to look at the games in the League Cup semi final. T- it was like a playing on a tatty field. I mean, oh. they're going to have. 20 drumsmen on that pitch trying to get that playable at least but they're going to have the best of gear underneath that pitch anyway as well mm. um, but then again it's wrong I mean as bad as that pitch was I thought the games on it were fantastic because it made them deaf even I love mm-hmm. games show me a game a football on a tatty field and I'll enjoy it because it's just like, bloods and guts and snorters and ah, that eh? there's, there's no skill that just gets stuck right in yeah, yeah, I must admit I do enjoy it myself as well. It shows you how good a player is if you can control a ball on a, a tatty field like that. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yep. no, good games, good games. The only thing I'm concerned about though is obviously 
well, some people are obviously concerned about the build-up of games. You know, the, you know, obviously games getting postponed and that. But I mean, for me, I mean, I'm confident we've got the squad that could cope with say two games a week for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. So, I mean, they're professionals. They should, you know, should be fit enough to to be able to do that. So, yeah. I'm I'm not really concerned. And obviously, without stating the obvious, they're home games. So, I. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing we've got. We're quarrels about the some of the quality in certain areas in the squad, mm. but the squad overall, yeah, we've got the bodies there to, to play games, to catch up with games. Um, thinking of boys can date on the field is another thing, but yeah, the, we'll have. Well, I think we've got the depth there. Um, yeah, I think so. Freshen stuff up definitely. Um, but obviously, we weren't playing on Saturday. Game was called off, so. Other teams were, and we'll kind of look at their score. So I think, Paul, I, I was happy. Oh, mate, happy I was with the scores. brilliant. Like I said to you, I fell asleep though at half time. So I was on the city and just knocked out and fell asleep. And I woke <laughs> up at full time and then seen the scores, mate. I, it was like a victory. Yeah. And we, we kind of way. But I'll let you reveal the scores on the doors. So, I mean, not like anybody's been paying attention to the scores, eh? So, but anyway. You never know. <laughs> I was 2 all week Cove against uh, Rafe Rovers. Cove, I think it was the last minute goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, that keeps Rafe kind of behind us. Last minute equaliser yeah. for Morgan Neal. That was it. Aaron Arbroath, 2 all. Um, Arbroath were winning that. Yeah, yeah 2 mm-hmm. 1 up at one point. So again, this only puts Air one point above us. Um, Hamilton. Hamilton just surprised everybody by winning. I think that let that curtain down. But it was well. I would never ever bet on a Hamilton Gunnick Morton game in my life after two thousand fourteen. I, I just had both teams to score. That was it. Nah, I would never bet on them. That was the ten two game, wasn't it? Yep. Never bet on them again. But there we go. Hamilton won. They have put a little bit of fight in their relegation battle. <laughs> nah, they're still yeah. going to do. Um, and then so, obviously one of the big games, Cali Queen's Park ending nil nil. And I noticed that Callum Ferrier pulled off an absolutely fantastic, I was, I was Gordon Banks esque save. To Gordon deny. Banks slash Kyle Leatherin. Kyle, I mean, mate, I, sh- I should have went with Leatherin first. And <laughs> mate, like I tweeted, he had no right to get that. No, no right. It was behind him. It's just pff, what a save! What a save, bastard! <laughs> but then, I mean, <clears throat> again, it, it doesn't really. It only puts Queen's Park in there a point more above us. And um, looking at the table, we've got a game in hand against them. I mean, it's all to play for. It is always all, all to play for anyway. So um, it, it doesn't really hurt us at all, these results. No. Nah. There was no winners. And that's what you want when teams around you are playing and your game's off. Just no winners, just yeah, give me a draw any time of the day. And also it sets up it sets up a big match, obviously. We'll speak about that next week, but sets up a big, big match against Queen's Park in two weeks' time. Especially if and I suspect it won't be rescheduled before then or anytime soon. Um we go in with a game in hand. Well, that's the thing. When's like is the Cove game going to get rescheduled? 
anytime soon. Well, that's uh, that's not even been thought about, so mm. I can't see the Partick game getting thought about either. Um, I think they'll maybe wait and see how Dundee do against Dunfermline in the, in the Challenge Cup mm. and take it for there and the Scottish Cup. Yeah. Um, but listen, let's go and speak about them games now. So it's Tuesday night, isn't it? Have you seen yeah. Yeah, just a week later. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So Dunfermline will again be making the trip to Dens, and the weather doesn't look too bad on the lead up. Yeah, I think it was. I had to look the other day. It was looking pretty clear, like. But you never know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, it seems to be sunny. I think it should dry up by then. I can see this game being on. I hope it is. I hope it is, like it says, and I hope, you know, there's maybe a wee bit of a bigger crowd, obviously, due to the TV, no being there anymore. So, mm. fingers crossed, like. Um, yeah, I mean, but I mean we weren't going to go to the game because it was on TV. Now, isn't it? Me and you might go to it. Which I've, means got, that... I've, I've got a ticket, mate. Oh, you, you had the ticket, it was just me. I was going with my old boy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, if, if I go to the game and you're there, we can speak about it, I can be authentic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100% authenticity on the Up With The Bonnets podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I think, you know, Dunfermline will be, I think they'll be confident. I mean, rightly so, they should be confident. That's a scalp Peter Head for now. You know I mean? Did you see the put their team lineups before the game? I never know. No. Again, I'm taking this for the Two Our Teams One Street podcast. Oh, really? But they, they, they tweeted out their team before, and I think they deleted it. But I think they showed their hand and they were going all out of attack. Interesting. Yeah, so they weren't they had them back at all. They were coming to Dens and basically going right for, for us, to be honest. There was no sitting put, back. Put Dundee on the back foot. The crowd got on top of them. Yeah. It's no bad tactics. That's it. So James McPay, Just a shame it's probably not going to work, though. Jamesy boy. Yeah. So, I mean, that gives a uh, food for... I'm guaranteed that that's... Well, Hopefully, that's got back to boy about what they were planning. Um, so, I mean, they're not coming here trying to just kind of break us down. They're coming here to to go for this game. Hmm. So, what sort so, of formation were they playing? Like what? Like one one eight? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like the good old days. <laughs> yeah, it was like the vice versa of like Trigger Levine's six four zero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no defenders, just yeah, four midfielders, six strikers. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of offside. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you kind of thought they'd be coming here and going for it anyway. So, but yeah, so they should. Mm-hmm. So they should. I mean, obviously, I mean, doesn't it take a genius to work out that Dundee are feeling too confident and too pretty just now? You know what I mean? After their two results, mm-hmm. you know, I mean. Like I said, fans have been on the back. We've been on the back um, to a certain degree. So, what have they got to lose? Yeah. Nothing. Aye. That's it, mate. That's I commend it. that. Like it says, though, it's not going to work. No comment. 3 0, Dundee. Oh, fucking hell again. I'm telling you. Telling you. Paul, we're 30 episodes into the podcast. We're old now. I don't a give a fuck. And I've not seen a humping prediction for you come true yet. Well, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been on the end of some, but just never <laughs> gave any. Oh, yeah. Nah, I think I'm, I'm confident. But I wouldn't, nah, in all seriousness, I wouldn't take them too lightly, put it that way. Mm-hmm. 
I hope you're right. Hopefully we're not on the receiving end of a humping and we're giving it instead. <laughs> 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 oh, stop being childish, Danny. Danny, stop it. So, the Dunfermline game, spoke about that. Next up, St Mim away in the Scottish Cup. Mm-hmm. St Mim are currently 10 games undefeated at home. They have played 11 times this season at home. The first home game was the first game of the Premiership season, and they got absolutely walloped 4 1 by Aberdeen. And ever since then, they have, well, They've looked, it's like they've got their game plan um, at home totally down to a T. They've defeated Celtic there. They've um, held Rangers to a draw, or you know, Rangers have snatched a draw for them. Um, there are other the teams game. in that league, Danny. It's not just Celtic and Rangers. Ah, well, I'm looking at the top two and thinking, well, they've managed to do four points face six against the top two. Um, and obviously, all the other jabronis that play in that league that mm-hmm. we'd love to be in but <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know but I mean it seems like they've got their home form like totally down to a tee like I said and it's going to be an affy tough task to go there and get something but it's the magic of the cup mm-hmm. anything can happen and well for the past 113 years we've probably been saying anything can happen in the Scottish Cup for Dundee and absolutely fuck all's happened so <laughs> our time will come oh man you say that with so much confidence our time will come I mean it's it's great that you know they're all brilliant 10 games undefeated at the league uh, that's brilliant but like you said it's the cup maybe we should take a wee, wee leaf out of Dunfermline's book if Dunfermline mm-hmm. are going to go all out attack against us then fuck it let's go all out attack against them see how good they are yeah I mean, it's a tough draw for Dundee. I mean, they're a no bad team. I mean, what, what are they sitting sixth or something? Sixth, but they're it's like 20, 20 odd, twenty odd goals and like twenty odd against. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, they uh, they have a tight team. Halfy tight. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I've got, I've not even looked at their team, but I've seen them play a few times, and like you say, that they, they do look quite handy. They are Familiar in the league because. Yep. Yep. Familiar faces, mate. Uh, obviously, Marco Hara, Declan Gallagher, mm-hmm. still there. Um, but for me, I can't. You know, I'm going to say. It. I know that I say we should, should watch out for these guys. Denny, Denny, <sighs> Texas it instead. But I'll text you. Right, do that later. Denny, look for anybody because this strikers. Right, stop. And obviously, they've got that boy that was in the Australia World Cup squad. Was it Keanu Bacchus or something? He was no bad. He was all right. Mm-hmm. Right, you keep it at no bad. No bad. Okay, but then I had, a, uh, I had a look at the that bloody Carson place for him, the keeper. It was on United's books. Aye, Tom Carson. I thought he was about 80. He's 34. <laughs> like, he's younger than me. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you just a name that you hear all the time. All like the you, time. You think he's played for, like, Airdrie in 1991 or something. He's just a kind of name that you think he's played for everybody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. See, if it was me, I'd, I'd play Jakubiak up front. Not that we've got really much option, but I played Jakubiak because he played against them. And you know what happens when a player, you know, previous club and that, you never know. You never know. Oh, love that game plan. Go for it, mate. Any, any, boy, any boys play for something? A few boys put their hands up, right? You're standing. I've only like managers that have like played professional all their lives and done other badges and that took that approach that you did then. 
It might mm. be doing better. Well, we've got Jakubiak and McGowan was there. Who else? Anybody, anybody else? I don't think so. So they're, they're starting. Right, do it against your, your old team boys. Show them what they're, they're, miss, they're missing. <laughs> if, if you had it your way, whoever we played, you just fill the team full of ex-players that played for them. Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Is that have been punted for them? Like, put a wee bit of fire in their belly. Go and get yeah. them. Like zero zero four six guys, let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, just stick Jacoby Ark and McGowan up front. There they are. Three and up. <laughs> I've only. That'd be good if we did. We cut. Well, always happens though. It always happens though. You know, like a guy that's played against Dundee. It's like they always up their game, or you know, they want to. You know, they probably sneak a wee goal in that. So fuck it, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll wait and but, see. Um, but I'm not being blind to the fact that this is going to be a tough game. But this is a challenge. You know, it's to shoot. To, hopefully, the club, I mean, Dundee, they seem to up their game when they played Rangers at Ibrox. You know, and they looked, they looked good. I mean, narrow defeat. So let's give this a wee go. There's Debbie sitting back. Yes. Can go for it. I'm not too sure if this gets played to a finish, like League Cup games, or it goes to a replay. Not too sure about that. I'm not 100% either, mate. I think the way things have worked around would normally be playing this round at this time of year, so um, probably, well, it's 50-50, is it? <laughs> if it goes to a replay or not. I mean, I'm, not to... I'm, I'm not even thinking about replays, because no. we'll finish it in the 90 minutes. Well, I'm going to finish it in a good way, or we'll finish it in a bad way. Well, that remains to be seen. <laughs> right, so that's that. There's, I've not previewed much of that, to be honest, because... There's been no football on. I've not had any oomph to get this going, eh? But I didn't even pay attention to the Premier. Because obviously we're in the Championship. Ah, fuck the Premier League. Pish. I try here we look at the teams that we're playing. Uh, it comes up to the cup match here, eh? but you're right. Um, listen, let's just move on. Because we didn't kind of know about Superman team except for Dick and Gallagher. And... Well, I do, but you're not letting me talk. Exactly. So we didn't kind of know about the Superman team. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to get nothing about them um, let's move on to some transfer rumours well, there's been a few mm. been a few which have been I think have been started by rival fans the first thing <laughs> the first thing was an absolute cracker to be honest that we're going to speak uh. about um, because all the rumours about this player leaving this current team have been pointing to one team only and all of a sudden there's been a wee plant seeded and I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. Um that we plant seeded. Are we We seed planted? Seed planted. <laughs> Fuck's sake, this podcast isn't going well, is it? I love when you do stuff like that, though, Danny. It's brilliant. It's funny, <laughs> it's funny as anything. Keep going though. <sighs> but anyway, uh, I was on a, a football forum, of course. Was, where would it start anyway? And um <clears throat> uh the the rumour was it was uh, Tony Watt to Dundee. Mm. That was fantastic, that I... Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I received a wee voice note from a pal who was told from a pal who couldn't, <laughs> couldn't reveal his identity. <laughs> oh, it's definitely done by the same bloke that done that um, Stephen Island to Dundee. Ah, probably a few, a few seasons ago. He was a United fan. Fantastic mm. that he got he got people speaking about that. 
got to be one of those boys again. Um, Who, who's the other one? Was it Ledley? Oh, <laughs> Led, was Ledley no spotted in it? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Stephen Arnold, it was Joe Ledley. He was spotted in a chippy infantry or something. That <laughs> Some boy, crap like that. Honestly, that one, he got a lot of people hook, line, and sink away. That one it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Eh? Um, it's got to be for him again because that's, that's, a, that's a great one. Um, yeah. And then the other one is <laughs> another one that was overheard by somebody's hairdresser. Oh, no, wait. No, there's an, no, another one before that one. Oh, is there? Uh, fucking bloody Peter Pollitt. <laughs> Did you hear that one? I didn't even know about that one. I but I tell that. you, what, one, thing, one thing I can say categorically, what, he's on decent money, we can't afford him, and also he's shite. And Peter Pollitt's still a diving wee rat. So, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the other one was... Um, Brilliant. Callum Butchup's coming up to play for us. Mm-hmm. That was another one. Mm. So there have been some fast, fantastic games flung about so far. Another that... which that I've actually bought. I mean, we're speaking about it on the podcast only purely because the full time, because we've no games to speak about. Mm, but... The butcher one, I before he got punted back, well, punted down to Burton, there was rumours circulating he was going to come across the road to us. Mm-hmm. So maybe folk are jumping back onto this again, but. Let's just say it was a current United player speaking to a barber who this barber then spoke to somebody else who then spoke to me and who spoke to you probably and other yeah. people, Gary Cocker and that. <laughs> but, okay, yeah, no getting into his history. I mean, there is baggage, but mm-hmm. when was the last time we had a hammer thrower in the middle? I know. Boy, just... boy that just doesn't let boys pass them. He puts boys in there for fun. Mm-hmm. Takes a book in for a team. Mm, you'd be just... missing that. I just refused to speak about him purely because it came for you, uh, somebody's hairdresser. The barber. The barber, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anybody else has heard that any belters getting kicked about as well, then just fire them in because there's bound to be some. There's oh, be yeah. Some. There's got to be some. Well, I mean, there was that one going on about the the left back for Newcastle. Dens Park Choir put it up. I think it was on the Dark Blues forum as well. Joshua Scott. From mm-hmm. Newcastle under twenty threes, so hmm. maybe they are listening to the podcast. Yeah, just fire them out, regardless if they've got any substance behind them or not. Just yeah, I mean, I've not had nothing. That the only ones I've read is the ones that we spoke about there, um, minus the Peter Paul one. And straight away, I'm shaking my head, laughing because I'm like, it's not happening. <laughs> this is wind ups. This is silly season for boys wanting to. Um, Wind up people, I think. It's fun though. That is fun. That Even is. if you're on the end of it, it's still funny. Like. Yeah. But I mean, obviously folk will have noticed that Dundee put a tweet out about those fans that came up from Plymouth. So for the Eagle Eyed Dundee fan, there's obviously a boy between Billy Barr and Cami Kerr that people were like, Who the hell's that? And it did say first team. Um mm. and obviously people found out it was a boy Quinn Colson that was recently released from Wraith. Plays as a left winger, tight midfielder. Is there a sign in there? Is it something else? Hmm. See, let's not speak about that. Let's speak about the tweet that was initially put out about that. Absolutely excellent. Basically called the boy a bellend. <laughs> Jake Bellend's son. <laughs> and the type bell's end. 
No, his name was, his, what's his Bell. name? Jake Bellison, and they type <laughs> Jake Bellenson. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I mean, I mean they rectified that, they deleted that a bit on the earlier. No, the, the damage was done. But I noticed, I think his missus was on, laughing about that. I think oh, yeah. Nobody took any except that. They were just, they took it in the good nature of that autocorrected. Uh, <laughs> Done. <laughs> Why would you even have a bell in son as an autocorrect? I don't that's, know. That's for me not to find it. Correct. <laughs> but like, like I was saying, I mean, my theory with this Quinn boy, folk have been going on about the Morrison from Falkirk, and then other folk, well, Scott Burns is going on about it, that's went quiet, but then some folk are going on about a, a loan sweetener, you know, to sweeten the deal. Maybe Dundee sign this boy, Quinn. Say, look, you could tack him for nothing on loan. Could be. Never know. But could Falkirk not just turn around and tack him for nothing because he's not got a team? Well, maybe. Maybe Dundee will offer him bigger wages. I'm not trying to pick holes in your freebie here, Paul, but... Oh, there's there's holes like, you know, one of those cartoon cheeses. There's holes oh. in, this, in this one, like, definitely. <laughs> but it's just a thought. <laughs> Sometimes it's better to keep them to yourself. Show your face. <laughs> so, I mean, that's all the transfer rumours I've heard. Mate. There's no much been happening, but um, it's uh, January's a silly season. It's one of those where boys will probably keep their options open until the very last minute. We moaned about it in the last podcast, but yeah, boys will keep their options till the last minute. They'll probably know in a rush to leave a team that they're not playing for, but getting a wage mm-hmm. um, regardless to go and play for Dundee in the hope that something else might happen like that. They, the players hold the cards, don't they? When it comes to this time of year, it's no the clubs really. Um, but we'll hopefully have some progress on that next week, this week even, preferably. Um, but we'll wait yeah. to see what that's it for me for the transfer rumours. But have you heard anything else, or is that for you as well? No, nah, no transfer rumours really. Just the, the announcement from the DFC Community Trust. They're doing the, the dinner at Dens. Uh, every Wednesday as of Wednesday coming the 18th. So um, it's basically between, well, they've teamed up with SBFL Trust to deliver our winter um, support fund for the local community. So hot meals, teas, coffees, like the TV, Wi-Fi, um, like I said, starts Wednesday the 18th and it's between three and five and it's open to open to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's it, yeah. Again, Community Trust will hear all that on their website. So get on to that. Um, have a see, even on social media they're very active on the social media um, and again if you want to find out anything, just give them an email anybody that's involved with them you're, you're, go to the about us on the page, contact us and they'll get back to you there. there's one thing about the community trust I've found out is that they are fantastic for communication good, good. I like that, I like that. Um, but listen it's that time of the pod we're coming to the the end, coming to the dregs of the podcast, and that can mean only one thing. We're going to look back at the D-Archive. Yes, good man. Yeah, Remember we've got that? there. We got there eventually. We did. We did. It was, we've done well. It's, it's been tough. Considering there's been no games. Yeah, we've done all right, man. <laughs> we've done fine. We've done <laughs> fine. Until the reviews come in. <laughs> Ballard. <laughs> Right, listen, we'll start off on the 16th of January. No, so I never said December this time. Wait. I got the month correct. 
Well done, Danny. It's only taking you two in about weeks. <laughs> so we played Falkirk away in the Scottish Cup third round replay. We won one nil, and Fanzi scored the winner. <laughs> oh, what <a> player! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a player! I mean, yeah, I'm sure you mean what a player as in what a player and knowing how well they can't even say how good he was. Oh, oh he was an absolute enigma. Aye, he was, he was. His debut, he got sent off in the derby. Yeah. Oh, that was there. Wow. <laughs> what a player. I always wondered how he made it as a centre-back because he was so small compared to the rest of the defenders <laughs> we had. God only knows. God only knows. There's probably still a few Dundee strips floating about in China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, a, what a signing that was, though. I mean, What a signing. Yeah. Oh, is he not the captain? He was uh, the captain, eh? Yeah. Like, mental. The most famous player at the time. <laughs> but, like anything, it ended in heartbreak and players want, player wanting to leave Dens and stuff like that. It's, um, what a time to be alive. Yep, yep. So, 17th of January, we signed Andrew Nelson, 2019. Canela comes backside with a banjo, that fella. I loved him. I would hate him in this team in a heartbeat. I was alright. He went through that sticky patch, right? Remember the Aloe game? He missed so many sitters. See? That's, you've just confirmed what I just said. One game. Yeah. Okay. Give the young laddie a break, eh? Nah, he was alright. They see if he played for something. Maybe sign him and put him on. Oh, yeah. 100%. percent i will change your uh, opinion a bit. Of... Oh, straight away. <laughs> So the 18th of January, 1997, Dundee beat Clyde Bank 1-0 at him as he steamrolled that first division. That's what he say, championship. Steamrolled the first division mm. for the title. Jerry O'Driscoll on the 58th minute. <laughs> one of my favourite players. Is he? I never knew that. All of them. You've not dealt with. <laughs> if I could say it to his face, I could. I think you would. <laughs> 19th of January, 1974. East Fife away for him, 3 0 Dundee, Jockey Scott, hat trick, boom. Wow. 20th of January 1959, Wally Fortin signed a player from the Everton Reserves, Andy Penman. Cool as! <laughs> I think that, that signing went well, didn't it? Ah, no bad. Uh, no bad. His, uh, had his ups and downs, eh? Debut when he was about 15. Like like he, he's so bad. I think he made his debut about like 10, 11, 12 days later. Mm. And I'm not too sure if it still stands, but I think he was the youngest player ever to play in the league at that point, in the Scottish League. Might stand it then I can. I'm to check pretty certain it's still a, well, it's still a Dundee record, is it not? Mm-hmm. He was like 15 in about 350 days or something. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well. Yeah, he was alright. <laughs> Had his moments, didn't he? Mm. 21st of January, 2013. We signed this boy on loan for Hartlepool. Big Colin Nash. Oh. Yeah, I liked him. Three goals in about 20 games or so. And he was a likeable guy. Target man. <laughs> I think that season we played him as a target man. We needed to be beside him. Yeah, swap in for Sheridan. <laughs> Now, <laughs> <laughs> and we're leaving. We are big in on the twenty second of January, nineteen seventy seven. 
again against Falkirk, again at Brockville. 8-0 Dundee. <laughs> Four goals by a Billy Purry, who also, I think it was said before, we met him in hospitality yep. a couple weeks ago. Big Eric Sinclair Sinke with your hat trick and Ian Purdy, we won. That's class, like. Mm-hmm. Who got who kept the ball? <laughs> I'm going to say Sinke on that one. Okay. Big fella, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right, no messing with him. Nah. That's that's class. Yeah. Well, that's it. Enough. That's it for another week, Paul. We've done well, like I said, mate. We've done well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just worried about the reviews now, though, that you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll be kind. Cause if you up, didn't up. like it, you can lump it. Yeah. Double join. Oh, I'll just play it, but turn it down so we get the download. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've enjoyed this one. That's good. <laughs> Looking forward to next week's one already. Yeah, because uh, Paul's also got Dundee humping two teams in the space of a week, so he is looking forward to next week's already. Yes! <laughs> we'll see. Well, <laughs> well, myself, who looks at stats and facts and figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, guy, the, the guy that the guy that picks games that eat for hospitality thinking, ah, oh, yeah, we'll win yeah. this. Okay, See, this, is what we, this is what we need though. Like a wee bit of mockum and wise getting the straight man with the the funny one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Tremendous. But Paul, again, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on here. Absolutely. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. We will speak about the Dunfermline game. Hundred percent sure that'll be on. We will. And we definitely will be speaking about a Scottish Cup tie in Paisley. We just don't know how that's going to end. But until next week, see you later. You know you